What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Hey guys, producer Christine here with this week's Community Corkboard Announcements. I have a really exciting announcement and I also want to thank Miss Rose over at the Collab Inc. located at 6709 Greenleaf Avenue for letting us record in her little studio. Yep, you heard it. So now we have finally let Jesse have his architect office back and we are on Greenleaf Avenue. It's really exciting. We're in the front area of the Marsden building. So if you ever see it, it may look a little bare, but that's just because I have all the equipment. So again, thank you so much to Rose and the collab for this collab that we have with What's Up Whittier. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., we have the Whittier Farmer's Market located at the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. Hey guys, did you know that city elections are coming up April 10th? Well, it is, and we are hoping for the largest turnout ever. Why is it that in 2016, we only had 13% of the city come out to vote? Not acceptable. We gotta have everybody come out. So we will be interviewing various candidates for city council to inform you, the people, of who could choose the future of our town. Previously, you've heard Henry Boucher, who is running for District 2, Rolando Cano, who is running for mayor, and now Raquel McLeod, who is also running for mayor. So stay tuned, stay subscribed to our podcast so you can hear more of these wonderful interviews. And honestly, guys, it's important to stay involved with the city. So for voter registration, you can go to the City of Whittier at www.cityofwhittier.org or on April 7th, the Saturday before the election, you can vote early at the Whittier Public Library. Every Sunday at 8 a.m., there is yoga and breakfast at the Beehive. Get on out there, enjoy a complimentary yoga session. All they're asking for is a donation to the instructor and maybe get a smoothie, get a sandwich after, who knows. Just bring your own mat and a hand towel. Saturday, March 10th at 10 a.m., Maternifit presents Mom Market at the Doubletree Hilton, located at 7320 Greenleaf Avenue. Their last Mom Market was so successful that they brought on more mom entrepreneurs together to share their talents and to inspire others. But just in case you maybe want a little brunch before that, at 9 a.m. is the Boss Mom Brunch. Registration begins at 8.15 a.m., we will be celebrating motherhood, sisterhood, and the entrepreneurial spirit as we discuss building a business while raising a family and walking in your power. Again, this is all hosted by Evelyn Castaneda of Maternifit. General admission for the Boss Mom Brunch is $65, and we'll put in more information in the description so you can buy your ticket today. On Saturday, March 17, 2018, Hungry and Whittier is having her St. Patrick's Day Slosh Party. Where, you may ask, at the Knotted Apron at 6712 Greenleaf Avenue, right across from here at the Collab. The ticket price is $50, and that includes unlimited food, drink, and beer pong. Have something you'd like us to feature in the community corkboard? Tag us on Instagram, check out our Facebook at What's Up Whittier, or send us an email at whatsupwhittierpod at gmail.com. Also, if you like this podcast and think other Whittier townies would like it, recommend it to them. If you have a friend who has never heard of Whittier, or if you have a friend who lives in Whittier and hasn't heard the podcast, what are you doing? Tell them about it. We have a lot of exciting things coming up for the rest of the year, and we'd love for the whole community to join us for these exciting moments. Like, hello, we just got a cool little studio. 
Um, I don't know. I'm just personally excited and my heart is full. So don't forget to subscribe or else you'll miss out on everything. Also, tell everybody you know about the City Council Candidate Series. In my opinion, we need to have more transparency. So get informed, get educated, and register to vote. Alrighty, guys. Hope you enjoy this episode. Take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up, Whittier? Hey, guys, this is producer Christine here. Uh, your host, Remo and Jesse, are running a little bit tardy. Dun, da, da, da. But I thought I would get the party rolling. So today we have with us Raquel McLeod, who is running for the mayoral seat in this year's city election, which is on April 10th. Welcome, Raquel. Thank you so much for having me. Great. So um, we have so many questions, and this is probably the most existential question of them all. Who are you? Well, here we go. All in one in a few cents. You know what the best part of this is? I'm not at a forum. I can talk for more than a minute. Yeah, exactly. So here we go. Um, Let's see. So my name is Raquel. I'm a Whittier local here. I came to Whittier in 1999 because I am a poet. Went to Whittier College, and that's what brought me here originally. My sister came to Whittier, and she transferred and came here and graduated in 97. So I've been coming to Whittier since I would say about 95. And, you know, how do you not fall in love with Whittier? Um, and then I met my husband at Whittier College, and he's a born and raised Whittierite. Um, and then we decided to raise our family here. So I have three kids, um, born at Whittier PIH. And, you know, they go to school here now. So I'm a mom of three. Um, in my personal, before I was a mom and all those things, and a wife, um, I served in the U.S. Army for eight years. I did two tours overseas, Operation Iraqi Freedom, Operation Enduring Freedom, and they were wonderful experiences. Um, and I've been in the healthcare field for over 12 years. So I just recently um, resigned my position as Director of Business Development for East L.A. Doctors Hospital and Community Hospital of Huntington Park. So a majority of my healthcare career has been to serve um, underprivileged, underserved, low-income families and communities and bringing them the best health care that we can and educating them about those services and how they use them and our facilities. That's great. That's awesome. And so uh, where did you grow up? And I know you said your connection to Whittier already. Um, but I grew up in Downey. Okay. So I'm a neighbor. Cool, um, cool. I grew up right over in Downey, right off the 605, you know, we're the little 605 corridor. I know Whittier is always 605 in the 60, but <laughs> I was the 605. Um, so I went. I grew up in Downey. So I went to school from preschool all the way to high school in Downey, and then I came oh, over to Whittier. Well, yeah, exactly. So you're very local. Yes. Um, so why are you running for city council? I know we talked about this earlier, um, yes. and I really loved your answer. So you know, I think this is what it comes down to. Um, I live in District Two, um, but Whittier is a very big city, and I actually didn't know that when I first came to Whittier. I grew up in Downey, mm-hmm. and Downey is very small if you really know its location, and we're surrounded by a lot of cities, and so is Whittier in that sense. But it's much bigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, when my husband was like, oh, it's on East Whittier. I'm like, what do you mean East, East Whittier? I'm like, it's Whittier, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? what is East South Whittier? Whittier? And I was like, what is all this? We have Downey. Okay, that's yeah. all we have. Yeah, Maybe right. North and South, but that's as basic as we get. Right. So what was interesting is that we have so many businesses, and I don't stick to one side of Whittier. You know, my kids go to school at Mills and Orange Grove, but I shop at the Whitwood, mm-hmm. and I go to, you know, little grocery stores off Lambert, and my right. kids go to different parks. And, you know, we have so many different activities and friends that live in different places in Whittier that I felt that there was a lot of need in other parts of Whittier, and I don't live in those districts, but that doesn't mean I don't care about those districts. Mm-hmm. And when you're a mayor, it allows you to be able to look at all of the districts and mm-hmm. what is best for all of them and affecting all of them. And I think I gave you an example of something that I really find of importance. You know, we have a lot of great projects. You know, we have focus projects for the Whittier Boulevard 
and then we have the uptown you know projects that are focused to revive and re but we have a lot of a lot of shops on lambert mm. the whole lambert corridor people forget about that entire section and we all use it and a lot of people use that to drive through. That's part of our traffic. They're yeah, going right. from Orange County to try to yeah. get to the... Avoiding the boulevard, you go on Lambert. Exactly. But there's those businesses. And I think, you know, we now we're talking about some of them that popped up. And our chamber does a lot of great activities. But I think we need to figure out how to engage our community and make sure that the businesses that are going into those corridors are also the needs of the community. Not to put a business for business sake mm-hmm. or for just economic profit, but that they're of need to the community. And, you know, that's part of the reason that I'm talking about. And the biggest of all, too, is that I'm a resident here. I am just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. I am not a lifer in politics, you know, but I'm someone that cares about where I live and I want to raise my family here. Yeah, that's great. And I think that's a very great reason to run, um, not just because you're a career politician, but because you care. This isn't a stepping stone. I'm not trying to say that. You're not trying to be assembly member, right? right? I'm not saying I'm going to be assembly. and I don't know what will happen in 10 years, but I know that. I shouldn't be in office for 20 to 30 years, and nobody should else. Nobody else should. Right, very fair. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, what is the biggest concern that you see in the city? Okay, so I feel like there's, you know, I don't like, to, I don't want this to be a negative concept of Whittier. If right. Whittier was so bad, I wouldn't live here. True. Mon- many of us wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Is there problems in every city? Yes. The problem that right now I think is plaguing and can be very wide range, meaning our public safety. And public safety sounds so generic, so I kind of want to be a little more specific of what I mean. Public safety, yes, we know we have petty crime going up. Mm-hmm. How many of you guys have your insurances going up on your car insurance? Oh yeah, Guess definitely. why? Because you live in Whittier, and the crime mm-hmm. index has gone up. So when you ask your insurance company, and I challenge you to ask them why your insurance rates are going up, and if you lived in a different city, how much less would you pay? It's because our crime rate index has gone up. Wow, I have okay? no idea. Call times. Have, do you guys know how long our call time is to get a 911 call? I, I challenge you to find that out, too. Mm-hmm. All those things have changed, okay? And actually, our census, technically, you can say, has gone down. We have over 80, 88,000, I think, is the rough number of residents here, okay? Mm-hmm. Public safety. Let's keep it going on that. They have index marks on how many people and police officers we should have per, like, data, per, like, you know, how many people. So they're thinking that you should have, and this is FBI, and they call this, this is the, there's no national standard, okay, but there is a norm, let's say. Okay. And it should be about, what is it, for every, there should be 6.6 police officers for every 10,000 residents, okay? Okay. So let's do the math, okay? So we're saying there should be 16, there should be 16 police officers per 10,000. So or, if we have 80,000. Right. So yeah. ask me how many sworn officers we have. Don't we have less than a dozen? We, no, we have one, 134, including Santa Fe Springs. Okay? Okay. Including Santa Fe Springs. Okay. So let's take off Santa Fe Springs, right? Those mm-hmm. are like about 34. Right. That doesn't cover the numbers. No way. The math doesn't equal out. No way. Okay. So we're, yes, we're a little bit above some of our local neighbors, mm-hmm. but we're bigger than some of those cities. Mm-hmm. We're bigger than Huntington Park. You know, when I did the comparison and I looked at other neighboring cities, right, and what their police force was, but when you look at their size, their density, you know, all the other factors... We are not meeting that standard, mm. okay? And so we can't expect so much more from our police officers. They are doing everything they can. And are the police officers having an issue hiring more people and getting they them are. to join the Whittier PD? They're even giving out a bonus right now to their regular police officers that if they recruit someone and they can are qualified, they meet the standard. Mm-hmm. That is the problem we're having, meeting the standard. Are the standards too high for Whittier? No, they're normal. What? They're within range. And so um, 
that brings me to a whole other topic, which I'm not going <laughs> to deviate, is that we need yeah. to start encouraging our youth that there are many paths to be successful. Right. I believe in college. I'm a college graduate. Of course. But I believe that there are some that we need trades. We of cannot course. under look at these trades. Mm-hmm. They are very important and vital. Yes. Civil service to be a police officer is a very important trade. Mm-hmm. You can go back to school if you want to continue to grow in your career, but there's no reason why we shouldn't. But I think that's a whole other topic. Yeah. But public safety is one of my top priorities. And the reason I say that is because public safety plays into everything. Your quality of life, your standard of life, our businesses, the safety of our businesses. Mm-hmm. You want to have businesses, right? Mm-hmm. But you're not going to attract them if people don't feel safe when they're going there. Right. If they can't be in a certain area past a certain time. If they can't park their car somewhere because mm-hmm. they're worried they're going to get broken into. Right, exactly. Without leaving their purse sitting around. I'm talking about just the basics. Mm-hmm. So public safety kind of touches a little bit of everything. You know, yeah. Public safety talks about sex offenders. talks also about you know kidnappings oh my god yeah i've been hearing about that happening about more it's and more, so right? scary and so we really need to start paying attention to that we have over 14 active gangs in whittier right why aren't we talking about that why is that not a forefront of conversation you know i know that they just put in 24 million dollars into the police department right mm-hmm. a lot of that money went into revamping their their radio system that they have in their vehicles and inside the station and that was necessary but we've had people on the council that have been there for more than a decade. Why wasn't that done a decade ago? You can tell mm-hmm. me we were in a recession, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have a rainy day fund. Over $20 million in that rainy day fund. What are we doing? We're running a deficit. That's mm-hmm. my second issue. You know, we, mm-hmm. Economic de- development is important. Public safety, like I said, it kind of touches into a lot of things. It's not just, you know, just more police officers here. It's a lot of areas in public safety that mm-hmm. affect a lot of other parts of it. You know, our kids going to school and feeling safe, walking mm-hmm. to school being at a sporting event, being a little late if you're on any sports or activities, making sure we don't have ridiculous amounts of sex offenders. Right, right. You know, these are all issues that are sitting here and active gangs. Right. You know, how are they recruiting? How is our gang injunction? What does a gang injunction really mean? And we just kind of need to put a more effort into that. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. I know that some candidates have talked about how much it costs and it's oh, about $200,000 to pay for a police officer. Well, we better find a way. Right, we need it. That's just the end of the story. There is no negotiating that, in my opinion. Great. All right, thank you so much, Raquel, for your short interview with me. Now I will pass the mic over to Jesse and Remo. So picking off where uh, Christine left off, thank you, by the way. Yeah, thank you, um, I kind of feel like Remo. Um, it was Jesse's I fault. Found, I found a replacement. Yeah. <laughs> um, so whenever you guys want to start, let me know. Yeah, right. Um so kind of picking off on where she left off, it's, you know, the, the concern, or I guess what's the biggest concern uh, that you see here in the in the city? So I, I kind of talked about it earlier. So public safety for sure. And we need to talk about that. There is no secret. Like I was telling her, public safety is a lot of areas of it. It's not just more police officers on task. It's gangs. We really need to get a hold on the gang issue we have here. And if people aren't aware, please be aware. We have a serious gang issue going on. They're growing. They're recruiting. And the minute they do that, that becomes a bigger problem. Um, I know we talked a little bit about, before we were talking about that, just how we used to think, and I don't say because I didn't grow up here, but everything on the other side of Whittier Boulevard, you know, can stay on that side. Well, that side has leaked in now. It's in Uptown. It's where people are worrying about. But it's everywhere. And I think that's the other reason for looking at this as running for mayor is this is not an Uptown issue. This is not an East Whittier issue. This is a citywide issue. And so that is one. The second is our budget. We are running a $3 million deficit. Yeah. We are going to get hit within the next three years 
on all the employee service costs. Do we know what that's bounding up to? About five to six million. So running to three million, add another five to six. That's a serious issue. Yeah. We need to look at it. There has to be something there. You know, and I know everyone talks about, oh, well, you know, we have to spend. I believe in spending, but you have to make money too. Yeah. And we need to look at where we're making money. You know where we're making money? Our sales tax and beverage have gone up retail. 30, I'll give you, what is it? 31% in our eating and drinking tax. Okay? So what does that mean? We're attracting them, right? But we need to maintain them and we need to grow them. And I, we're having some issues with that in our city. And some of the things that have been going on in the last year, I didn't agree with. Um, how we've been approving licenses, what we're declining, you know, who we're supporting, you know. We need to streamline it. If we're going to be a business-friendly city, which we should be, then we need to make that equal. You know, we can't decide to decline a uh, uh, late liquor license to a facility and then say, oh, we're, but we're going to allow a Best Western or Motel 6. Yeah. What does that yeah. say? Which one are we saying? We're saying you were worried about the issues with sticks, cues, and Ibizas, which I was here for all those years. I went to college here. But then you're saying it's okay to have a motel? Yeah. You know, you, you want to put liquor stores in places? We don't need liquor stores in residential areas. We don't, we don't need those things. Those are not what we're looking for, at least. And as a resident, I'm not looking for that. Yeah. And that just because I don't live in your district, that doesn't mean I think it should be there. Because guess what? I drive my kids to Parnell Park. I don't want to see a liquor store down the street from there that doesn't need to be there. And so those are the things that we need to look at when we're saying economic development. Okay, economic development is important. And we need to do that for our budget. We also need to look at our police force in Santa Fe Springs, how much we're charging. The reason, the sh the reason Santa Fe Springs left the sheriffs is because they felt they were being charged too much. Yeah. So they came to us, right? They're like, oh, you guys are a great police force. You know, you're independent. We like that. We want you guys. Okay, great. But why are we, why are we reducing our costs that much? Yeah. And now what, we want La Habra Heights too? That, that's being put into the bid? They're wanting to, they've talked to our city manager already? We need to think about what we're doing. Are we thinning out our police force without investing more? They're having a hard time recruiting right now. Yeah. And so those issues are important, and they all kind of tie together in the sense of budgeting issues and how we spend our money on our police force, which is we need to. And if you don't think we need to, then I want you to be outside at certain hours in certain parts of our city and then talk to me. Yeah. It's funny you say that about the whole streamline. Um, I... Uh, there's a department with uh, in the city of LA. I, I mean, I do work out there with those guys. And um, if you're trying to open a restaurant or any cafe, um, they actually have a, a special group that would help you streamline that process. So does Huntington Park. And uh, and so, why for that same reason that you just mentioned it is that um, aside from obviously they have more hurdles they got to go through and paperwork, but but uh, but it means that you're having to they're able to open doors sooner. And start, you know, taking... And can answer those questions better. Yeah. I mean, the city of Huntington Park did the same thing. Because um, that's one of the places I've been the longest at was in the yeah. city of Huntington Park working for them. And so they had a consultant that they paid for the city in their chamber and all that, you know, for businesses yeah. that specifically helped a new business. Yeah. How to do their marketing, how to start their webpage, how to do the basics, basically. You know, and I think that brings me back to the whole uh, Lambert Corridor. These are good businesses. I mean, if you, I was just talking to her about this. There is a new business that opened right across from Lascaris and La Vedanita that, that's this really cool, like, little boba tea shop. Looked great. Didn't know it was there. And I'm a member of the chamber. Yeah. So if I don't know that it's there, how is anyone else going to know it's there? Yeah. And so I think that we need to figure out some streamlines. You know, we need to figure out how to – we need an updated website that's a little more user-friendly. Mm -hmm. um, 
those are the things that I think we really need to look at if we are looking at Whittier in the future and if we're attracting the businesses that we are right now and that are hipster businesses, you want to call it. You know, I'm in my 30s. I don't want to talk about which side of the 30s, but I'm in there. Um, we want to maintain those. We have a college right down the street from us, you guys. A great top-tier university, not just because I attended it. Yeah, right. <laughs> no poets. Um, but do we actually use it like we should? We should be a college town. You go to Claremont, it's a college town. Yeah. Okay? You go to Pomona, it's a college town. We put up one banner. Welcome, graduation. That's it. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Why aren't we retaining some of this? I know plenty of students. They graduate at Whittier, they stick around for about a year, and then they leave. That year is our year to get them. Young talent, educated, that want to come back and give to their community. Well, let's do it. Yeah. But we're not doing it. Yeah. We're not connecting them. So go, going back to the budget, is there certain things that you think are lacking that would help? Well, yeah. That, we need to start gap. making sure that we're supporting the businesses that have clearly said we want to be established here. If you've opened more than one business here and you've said, I'm committing myself to here, I have roots here, I went to the school, I went to Whittier here, I opened my business here, I did well, I opened another one, why are we making it difficult for them to stay? Yeah. Why? It just doesn't make logical sense to me. Yeah. If we are becoming a foodie network, why are we not promoting it more? Yeah. You know, Literally, this was four years ago, and you know how I got reminded? Thank you, Facebook. I posted an article that the LA Times wrote about the new businesses. The Rusty Monk had just opened, a few other ones, and it was about LA Times, okay, saying how Whittier has become a foodie network four years ago. How many new businesses have we had in those four years that are fantastic? Restaurants, bar, grills, little little shops, tea shops, bakeries, et cetera. But we're not doing enough. And it's not just the chamber's job. It's our city council, too, that has to do it. We cannot say we're business-friendly and that we want to revive all these parts of Whittier if we're actually not doing it. Yeah. And we're making it difficult for them to get a permit. That doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, I, we're, I'm, all, <laughs> we're all I'm board here. I didn't want to say this, but I guess uh, where's, where's, where do I sign and where do I vote and where do I... Uh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I appreciate it, but that's what it is. That's kind it, of me. I, I, I'm here. I'm no one special. I am not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and lie and fake it to people. I'm not on every corner... Coalition. I'm not on every project. I'm not a volunteer everywhere. I'm a mom. I take my kids to school. I work. I go to church. Yeah. I play at the parks. I am a resident just like you. And because I'm a resident, I've observed it all. Yeah. I've seen the restaurants of the bookstore. Hello, that left. Use books. I am yeah. still upset about that. I still mourn that loss. You know, I don't know how the city could have actually played into that. I know there's some rent issues that was going in there, but yeah. we need to figure out. We need to figure out something to support and make sure that if we're bringing big business in and big development, that's okay. I'm not against big development. And if you are, you're against progress. So get over it. Yes. But we have to make sure that we are not smashing down these small businesses. We have to find the need. What is the need of the community? Do we really need 20 Starbucks? Do we? I don't think we need 20. Of course, I love anything drive-through. I'm not going to lie. I have three kids, (laughs) and if I can keep them in the car, I'm all in. That's right. But... I think we need to look at the needs, not just the economic numbers. And you heard me earlier. I'm all about budget. So it's not that I don't want to make money, but not at the cost of what Whittier was Whittier, which is these businesses, this hometown feel, this community. Well, so you mentioned development. Um, so so what do you think is missing? I mean, if, if you were to take seat, uh, what would you encourage more? Sports park. Okay. Big sports park. Go to any of the new developing cities, Irvine. Tustin, all of these cities, right, that people are are moving to, they're gravitating to, they are servicing community and families. 
We don't have a sports park here. How many long-term sports do we have here? Waze, AYSO, right? Our softball leagues. They're here. Ask them how many don't have a place to throw a tournament. Yeah. Why? Because they only have one or field. They'd have to send them to different places. Yeah. A big sports facility would be great. Okay, here's another one for you. Do you know how many parks have been developed, expanded? How many parks have been expanded in the last 12 years? None. Zero. Yeah. We have grown zero of our parks. Yeah. Usually, when population goes up, you expand the open spaces, right? Yeah. And you can try to sell me that the Greenway Trail is the open space. My kids cannot throw a ball there. Yeah. They cannot have a sporting event there. It is a great place, and I'm so happy we didn't spend our money and that we use you know, different money, but we need a sports place. And that I, would attract people. Yeah, And I think when you build new construction, there's fees for parks, right? Well, yeah. Yes, there I, is. Because I, I went through with another city where there were, yeah, we're talking were crazy, about this. Yeah. a crazy number. Yeah. Um, but sometimes that fee doesn't you know, flow to the parks like it should. So basically, look, 2008, 1,679 acres of parks, of open space. Okay, 2017, same number, 1,679. What are we saying? We say we're family. We say we're community. Why are we expanding? So, so aside from a sports park or a sports complex, what else do you, do you think uh, development-wise should come in? Okay. Or, or we're short of? Whittier's pretty good, I have to tell you. We have a lot of things going on. I mean, we have the major retailers that everybody loves. Let's put it out there. I'm a target person. Don't try to tell me you don't go there because that's a lie. You know, um, we have the coffee shops. We have good restaurants. So I don't feel like we're lacking. What I do need to think is that we need to refocus on what we have and expand it. Mm -hmm. We need to start using what we have and expanding it. It's not always about bringing in. You can bring, 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 bring. But if you don't know how to take care of it, goes right not, back out. Exactly. It's not going to stay. It's not sustainable. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the... It's not so much just redevelopment or development. It's refocusing, reorganizing, and figuring out how to make these successful businesses, yeah. big or small. Yeah. And actually with this whole, you know, Nellis development, I mean, I think Remo and I, we've had conversations on, like, how that's a perfect site for some of the stuff. You know, I mean, you're, you're essentially scraping a whole site, um, you know, parks, schools, um, essentially a small in, community yeah, yeah. or right. a self-sustained community. Um, but I didn't think about a sports park, which I think, I mean. Think about what a sports park does. It brings place. tournaments, right? Mm. So it wouldn't just be our teams. You bring yeah. a tournament in, they come to your restaurants, they come to your stuff. They're here for the entire day. Hey, we forgot something. We need to go to Rite Aid. We need to go to Ralph's. We need to go to the grocery stores. We need to do things. I mean, yeah. that is just how it is. Yeah. And that's not going to, we could throw concerts. We could do all kinds of activities there that are community-based but still can bring in a revenue yeah. because I'm still trying to say we need to make money to spend money. I'm that's a right. true believer of that. But there's ways to do it where you still is a fills a need of the community. And that's mm-hmm. why I set a sports park because a complex like that will help bring in a lot more than just just the youth of our help. Just mm-hmm. you, you know, just helping our youth and our families. It's a trickle effect of all the other stuff it's going to bring. It's going to bring here. So, so what are your thoughts on, on the Nellis development? Are you Well, look, Nellis is here. I mean, this is kind of the way I, I, I look at this campaign and the politics right now is it's not a matter of do I want it, do I not want it anymore? It got voted. It's here. So instead of worrying about should it have been here, should we have not, let's worry about what we can do with what we can do. So what we can do right now is talk about rearranging some of the things that they've already agreed on. And not everything's set in stone. And so let's focus on how we get the best for Whittier now that it's here. It's here. Yeah. 
Like, let's stop. I mean, that's the reality. Let's, let's talk about the things that are real. The real thing is Nellis is breaking ground in April. Yeah. The real thing is let's get the most we can out of that, you know, out of yeah. that deal. If, you're, if it's here, then just now deal with it. It's, it's here. Okay. Um, let's see, why should, you know, citizens, residents vote for you over another candidate? Well, I've said this before. No candidate should be in office for as long as some of the ones on our council have been. It's not a knock that they've done terrible things because I'm not going to sit here and say that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have stayed here. I wouldn't have picked Whittier. You wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. But do I think they've made some deviated from some things or not focused on the things that I think are most important? Yes. Why am I different? Because you don't work for me. I work for you. And I think that gets lost sometimes. I don't claim to know all the answers. I'm not going to rattle off a list of all the things I've done and every group I've participated. That's a two, that's a two-way street. That's, that's what I was telling her. You know, mm-hmm. you could think, oh, she hasn't been, a, you know, she's not immersed in our community, or you can say, I have no ties, which is why I'm taking no donations, zero. I've said this before. I don't want your money. I want your time. Your time is a more valuable, and it's going to tell me more of what the city needs. Did you guys talk about that, like the whole? Because um, I thought I thought that was when I read an article about all the reporting that you guys needed to do for contributions. I think you were the only one that that had that as. Um, yeah, myself as and Vince McLeod. Yeah, we both yeah, are taking okay. zero donations. Which I think is, yeah. I, which I think for me it's it's you have a good chance because uh, if if uh, if I was running for for a seat, I'd go out the same way just because. I mean, you talk about how much money every candidate is able to uh, bring on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that. I mean, that should close the gap for the deficit. That should be for the library. <laughs> yeah, you know. So um, I love that. I mean, I love that uh, that you're taking that approach and and uh, man, not having everybody. any ties. To yeah, I mean, I don't know anyone, interest, anything. Yeah. I, I'm, no. I'm literally going into this as a resident, just like you and me. Mm-hmm. I am nobody else above anyone. Yeah. I don't owe anyone anything. Yeah. You know. Maybe I owe my kids a trip to, like, a theme park maybe because that's coming yeah. out of their theme park parks. Yeah. But, you know, overall, I'm teaching a better lesson to my kids. My, our kids went with us to knock on doors to get signatures. That's awesome. All right. Well, well we need to wrap this up as much as we want to continue talking. Yeah. Uh, Let's ask you some woodier questions. Yeah. So what's, uh, you know, maybe uh, favorite probably is not the best word in this case. I know. What, it's kind of hard. Yeah. To give what's some of your go-to restaurants? Some of my go-tos. Ciao Italia. I love me a little chow. And I like chow Italia when they were on the corner. They were just a little panini shop mm-hmm. right on Penn, you know, and Painter. They were small. I love them. They're good people, good family. I just love their atmosphere, and they welcome, like, three kids. Never give an issue. Want me to give you some bad news? What? I they're know. gone. They're I know. Closed. I know. Don't remind me. Yeah. But they're gone. <laughs> but these are the things that make me yeah. sad. No, yeah, yeah, Those yeah. are the things. Not but if you ask, that's one. Uh-huh. I can't, I'm not going to not give them credit yeah. for that. Um Let's see, where else? Gosh, there's so many. Uh, let's see, little shops. Are we talking about shops, too? Things just, that I just yeah. like to do? Anywhere yeah. somebody would find you. Like, if they don't find you at home. Mimos. Oh, really? I love me Mimos. I went to Whittier College. I sat out there so many times just doing homework or hanging out. Yeah. So yeah. Mimos can't go I wrong. I was there this morning. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can't go. They've seen me through. They saw us when we were engaged, when we uh, got married. I mean, I lived in a one-bedroom apartment right on Greenleaf and Orange with a half tank of water tank. Yeah. So we had to walk places mm-hmm. together. Um, so that's one Um, let's talk about other sides of Whittier you know because I like to um, I do like La Veranita it's a little grocery store 
they, they have really good carniceria, so yes. I'm going to give it a, it's mm -hmm. a props right over there. That's where I get my, my carne asada. Um, there, is, there used to be this little place that's actually a liquor store right on Philadelphia, and it's a carniceria in the back. Yes. Joaquin used to own it with his, with his dad and son, and, you know, they're unfortunately not there anymore, but the shop is still there, but I used to go there a lot. Uh, gosh, where else? What else can I think of that I love? I mean, I love Target. It's not a lie. That's outside. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to fake it. Um, you know, I get my hair done here. Come on. We have so many good salons. Well, Don't make me pick one because yeah. I'm not going to. Where's your, where do your kids usually want to go? Mimos. Mimos, nice. El Cholo. Yeah. You know, it's a little further that way. But Mimos is a top pick. Winchell's Donuts. We are a regular there. I I'm, uh -huh. I'm refuse to give them up. JK Donuts. Okay, JK, if you don't know, it's right by... JK is right by East Whittier. It's right by the where Dunkin' Donuts and El Pollo Loco set up. But JK Donuts has been there since my husband was a kid. Next door, right? Yeah, yeah. He lived off California, so he would walk there. JK Donuts, though, just so you know, they're pretty dope. They do the letter donuts, so you can spell out stuff. Just throwing that in there. Go JK. You know, so shops like that that I love. Nice. Think that's oh, and the 40. Uh, I love the 6740. Let's not lie. That's been a landmark for me. I, I know we talked about development-wise, but, like, if there's – well, no, I, th I think you pretty much answered it. Like, what was missing here in Whittier? But, I mean, sports complex, I think, is what what you would uh, envision. Um, is there time for one more question? So, so we talked about uh, you running for mayor. Right. And your husband running for District 2. Correct. Vince McLeod, District 2. There you go. How does that work, or how would that work if you guys were both uh, elected? Right. I mean, what works is what happens in our house every day. There's arguments. Yeah. We're not going to see eye to eye, but it's common respect. You know, and even now, some of the issues, we don't have the same agreements, but I think that's what talks about first, you're in a marriage, you have to find a little balance, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and we're balanced, and, you know, um, we have great, really great support. Um, my mom lives with us. So, you know, we have family, which takes a village. And yeah. I think part of it for him and I is that we have a common respect for each other. And we understand that his respect for District 2 might not be what I've seen for the entirety, but it's also my job as a mayor to look at what everyone wants. And he knows he's going to have to work with me, and I'm going to have to listen to him even when I don't want to. I don't get to throw down like I do at home where it's like, <laughs> it's what I said, we're done. That might not work this time, yeah. and I have to accept that. It's going to be more me accepting, yeah. okay, honey. Pipe down, and I'm not going to be able to say that. Yeah. So, you know, I think in the sense is you know that there's a commitment for our family to our city. Yeah. And, you know, I think we both um, – he's a teacher in Compton. Um, he's a high school teacher in Compton. He loves it. And I think he also brings something different to the council yeah. than I do. You know, um, I'm military. I have a certain way. I like to run things. I think that you need to run things with integrity. And he is such a positive person, kind of that teacher vibe. Yeah. And so I think those are two very different things yeah. that would be added to our council. No, definitely. And there's youth to our council, yeah. which we are young families and young people. And this, you know, think of the demographics. I want you to look up Whittier's demographics and then look at our council demographics and then tell me, are we really being represented yeah. when we had less than 14% voter turnout? Yeah. Don't tell me you're representing me. Was there any conversation between who's running for mayor and who's running for <laughs> Okay, so let's break it down. He's going to have to <laughs> give him the credit. So I'm going to throw it out there Was there a coin now. flip? Oh, and, so, uh, no, he uh, wanted Christine, we're going to interview him. Those two, right? Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. we're going to get your story, and okay. then we're going to hear his story. Okay. And, and at the end of the day, we'll match him up. This is why I have to throw it down. <laughs> so he's like, you know, we always talk about when. You're like, when do we run for city? And we know we want to do, but when? Mm-hmm. Well, when? When is now? Yeah. I think that's something for us um, in general, a yeah. life choice, right? You're like, okay, when am I ready to do this? Okay, this is the age I do this, and mm-hmm. never goes that way. Yeah. But it's like, okay, I'm 37 this year. I have, you know, this many years of experience in working with a community. Like, okay, it's yeah. time. So he said, I'm going to run for District 2. And I'm like, that's okay. I didn't want to run for District 2. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, he's like, let me guess. You're going to run for mayor, huh? And he's um, like, yeah, I think you should. He's like, Raquel, I think you would be a good person for mayor. And I was like, well, I agree, and I think you should go for District 2, and let's do it. He's like, do you think people are going to be concerned? I was like, and if they do, then they don't vote. But at least we'll give them an option. Yeah. They'll have a choice, yeah. and it's all about choice. So he is the person. I'm saying it out now, Vince. It's out on the air. It's permanent. <laughs> it's in the world of the Internet. It was your idea to encourage me to step forward and run now. Because I said, maybe I should wait. I'll let you run yeah. for District 2, mm-hmm. and then I'll run. And he's yeah. like, no. No, no. Run. It's okay. Yeah. And I was like, well, I won't run against you because I'll beat you. I did say that. Yeah. Let's throw that out there. I did say that. <laughs> well, again, thank you for yeah. coming on. And, uh, thank you so much for having yeah. me. Congratulations thank on, on uh, getting to participate in, in this uh, whole event because I think it's going to be thank great. You. Um, wish you the best. Thank you so very much. Um, and, and how uh, do people uh, connect with you? Yes. Uh, so you can pretty much find me on all social medias. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's Raquel McLeod. Uh, I have Instagram, Facebook, Raquel 4 Whittier, number 4, Raquel 4 Whittier, literally. And then my website's RaquelMcLeod4Whittier.com. Perfect. And a phone number, or is that the best way? That's the best way, because okay. that phone's usually on silent, because if there's a kidnapping, yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to wake him up. I'll yeah. blame that on you. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you.